Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Et fugiankio derunteu ma facia eus. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let all those who hate him flee from before his face. I was contemplating actually diving into some current events political stuff for this podcast, especially since it's been a couple of days and it seems like, you know, they're definitely holding on to the gas. Um, instead, I'm going to go with a Catholic topic. We're going to talk about the LifeSite News article, and I want to give a hat tip to Mike at Restoring the Faith Media, uh, because he actually tweeted tweeted the article out, um, and it's a very good article. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangela, defende nos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diaboli est opraesidium. Imperetili deus supplicis de precamur, tuque princeps militae calestis, satra maliosque spiritus malignosque ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum detrude. Amen. Cor Jesus sacratissimum miserere nobis, mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Sancti Iosif, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facem tuum et salvi erimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. The headline from LifeSite News. Liturgical scholar ordained in secret by senior prelate after bishop repeatedly ignored requests. Dom Alquin Reed, the prior of Monastère Saint-Benoît, was ordained in secret in April after the local bishop rejected repeated requests and recommendations to ordain the monk despite the future of the monastic community being at stake. Out of Brignol, France, a renowned liturgical scholar and Benedictine monk was ordained in secret, quote, for the ultimate good of souls, close quote, after the local diocesan bishop ignored repeated recommendations to perform the ordinations. Australian-born Dom Alquin Reed is the founding prior of the traditional Benedictine community of the Monastère Saint-Benoît in the Diocese of Fréjus-Toulon, and an internationally distinguished liturgical scholar. The principal organizer of the International Sacra Liturgia Conference, begun in 2013, 
Dom Alquin was, until recently, only a deacon, meaning that the growing monastic community relied on external priests to provide the sacramental life. Local bishop denied to, uh, declined to perform ordinations. While three monastic visitors recommended to Bishop Dominique Ray, the local bishop, that he ordained Dom Alquin to the priesthood for the good of the monastery, the bishop's quote, unwillingness or inability to proceed with the ordinations, close quote, has, quote, frustrated, close quote, the community in recent years. According to a May 14th statement from the monastery, Bishop Ray refused to perform the ordinations out of, quote, prudence, though it is becoming increasingly clear that this prudence is based on fear of repercussions, a fear increased by the Holy See's recent visitation of the diocesan cemetery, uh, seminary. Uh, the, <laughs> wow, that's a wild Freudian slip. Excuse me. Of the diocesan seminary, close quote, the monastery wrote. Canonically, the monastery is currently an association of the faithful. The monastery added that the bishop had, quote, often confirmed, close quote, that he had not, quote, substantial doubt about the identity of any candidate, the need of the monastery for ordinations, or about the good that they would bring. Close quote. The sweeping restrictions imposed by Pope Francis in Traditiones Custodes last July, along with the subsequent responsa ad dubia, only, quote, exacerbated this situation, close quote, noted the monastery, and the, quote, blanket ban on ordinations has put us, our vocations, and our candidates in an impossible position, close quote. Furthermore, quote, the integrity of our observance, liturgical and monastic, is gravely compromised, close quote. The statement read, That which one successor of Peter assured us to be true is contradicted by another. The content of the vows we have taken before God has been radically altered. The situation itself is a scandal and is untenable. A further quote from the statement. In January, Ray once more said he was unable to perform the ordinations, at which point the monastery, quote, consulted with friends, including respected senior prelates, regarding our seemingly impossible situation, close quote. The community stressed their, quote, respect for the bishop and our understanding of his position, as well as our predicament, close quote. After Dom Alquin made a pilgrimage to Rome to pray for the unity in the church, or unity in the church, a senior prelate offered to confer ordinations if Bishop Ray remained unable to do so. The monastery statement reads, The monastery had not asked him for ordinations, according to the statement. Prelate in unimpeded communion with Rome performs ordinations. After yet another meeting in which Ray ruled out performing ordinations, quote, a substantial and grave fear, close quote, fell on the monastic community, regarding its future without a priest. Praying throughout Lent, the community decided to accept the offer from the unnamed, quote, senior prelate, close quote, writing that they did so, quote, knowing that it would appear to involve material disobedience, but with the conviction that it was for the ultimate good of souls in a truly extraordinary situation in the life of the church, fearing that if we did not accept this providential opportunity, our own vocations, and those of the young men who wished to come to us would be jeopardized, if not lost. We have experienced a great peace in respect of this decision. Close quote. 
Consequently, on an unspecified day in April and outside of France, the senior prelate ordained a monk to the subdiaconate and then the diaconate, quote, on successive days and ordained our prior to the priesthood according to the usus antiquior of the Roman rite, close quote. The monastery noted that the, quote, penalty incurred according to Canon 1388, Section 1, if it had, in fact, even been incurred, given the provisions of Canon 1323, was remitted in accordance with Canon 1355, Section 2. That's the number, numeration of the code as of December 2021. Canon 1355, Section 2 states that, quote, a penalty established by law which is latae sententiae and has not yet been declared can be remitted by the following. 1. The ordinary in respect of his subjects. 2. The ordinary of the place also in respect of those actually in his territory or of those who committed the offense in his territory. 3. Any bishop, but only in the course of sacramental confession. Close quote. Bishop Ray retaliates after ordination. Following the ordination, the community informed Bishop Ray of the events, saying they had, quote, acted in good faith, even if because of necessity outside the canonical, the canonical norms, and in spite of all we wish to remain in good relations and communion with our bishops, with our bishop, his successors, and the diocese, close quote. In the interests of, quote, discretion, close quote, the monastic community refrained both from making the ordinations publicly known and from exercising public ministry. However, the monks petitioned the bishop, quote, to provide priests for mass, close quote, in order to, quote, avoid scandal, close quote. Before Almighty God, we cannot allow the monastery to be deprived of holy mass or the sacraments again, the monks stated. The monastery also highlighted what appears to be punitive actions by Bishop Ray, referencing, quote, the promise of private conversations only to have them subsequently refused, close quote. Quoting, we have received peremptory demands prepared by the chancellor that strike a very different tone to the messages sent by the bishop. We have been told of unacceptable indiscretions in respect of us by the chancellor. And finally, we have received a declaration of a suspension of the orders received, which suspension has already been duly canonically remitted. Close quote. Expressing the hope that, quote, dialogue and reconciliation are possible, close quote, the monastery reiterated how, quote, we must remain faithful to our vocation of a traditional Benedictine life of prayer and work, ratified and blessed by our bishop in our foundational statutes and constitutions and to our vows taken before Almighty God, according to them, close quote. LifeSite News has learned that despite the monk's request, the bishop would not provide a priest to celebrate Masses on two recent Sundays or for Ascension Thursday. While Bishop Ray had promised Dom Alquin to meet privately to discuss moving forward, the bishop now refuses to meet one-on-one. -on -one. Vilified by liberal, quote, Catholic, close quote, media. Preempting attacks which have been forthcoming from liberal media outlets, the monastery noted on, quote, how on no occasion has the bishop had any cause to censure them in respect of faith or morals, close quote. Despite this, Dom Alquin's ordination has been slated and attacked by liberal, quote, Catholic media outlets, close quote.
However, Dom Alcuin has been defended by others, with 1 Peter 5 editor Timothy Flanders likening the ordination to Archbishop Lefebvre's 1988 consecrations, noting that, quote, no one can deny that Reed and his monks were exercising the virtue of caution to apply experience from the past in order to avoid future evil, close quote. Quoting again, if we are to act like Christians instead of internet trolls, we are obliged to judge every party in this case with charity, close quote. Flanders wrote, Perhaps Reed did, did the wrong thing. Perhaps the bishop did the wrong thing. Perhaps Pope Francis is wrong about Traditionis Custodis, as many Orthodox Catholics and many bishops and priests have agreed at this point. Close quote. I brought this article because, for those of you who may not be familiar with Brother Martin Navarro of the Oblates of St. Augustine, Brother Martin, Brother Martin Navarro went through a very similar thing. He attempted to, try, he attempted to work through the process to, have, to achieve some semblance of official recognition by the bishop in his diocese, only to be rebuked in a letter and threatened by canons that don't actually ap apply to the situation for the Oblates of St. Augustine. Simultaneously, you can see very clearly how the monastery did everything it could line by line to ensure, to ensure that they did not step wrong of the law and they did everything that they could to try to avoid any embarrassment for Bishop Ray. And instead, everybody's losing their minds. And it's in these moments, when you look at the responses to this illicit ordination, that you can truly see a certain lack of charity and, and certainly a certain lack of Catholic charity. Justice requires that the bishop meet with Dom Alquin and try to work everything out. Charity requires taking time out to see what was going on, the runaround that they were given, as exactly what it was, abuse. You know a thing is necessary for the survival of the monastery. The monastery's existence is necessary for the salvation of souls, and you do nothing. More than that, you actively impede the things that are necessary for the continued salvation of souls through the work of this monastery. I will tell you that there may be, you know, there may be some missteps on both sides. But Bishop Ray has failed in his duty as a bishop. More than that, if Bishop Ray knew that he had no intention of stepping, stepping crossways of Pope Francis and the Holy See and the congregation for, I think it's, uh, oh gracious, they've, they've added too many words to it, so the CDW. What is the CDW and all its ex extra crap now? If he knew that he had no intentions, then he should have actually just been up front. 
to pretend like he's offended or embarrassed or humiliated because the monastery did exactly what God called them to do, which is pursue the course of action necessary for the salvation of souls. I mean, he can be upset about it all he wants, if in fact he is upset. I suspect he's not. But everyone who's coming after the monastery going, I can't believe they did this, who's the prelate, blah, 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 blah. All of those people, all of those people have absolutely nothing to say about the likes of Ted McCarrick, about the likes of soon-to-be Cardinal McElroy, about the likes of Cardinal Supich or Father James Martin, S.J. They have nothing to say about all of that. Why? Because that is in line with the sins that they're more than happy to support. Because if they support those sins, then their little sins surely couldn't possibly meet up to the expectations that they would cry out to heaven for justice. Traditional Catholics get a bad rap, and it's deserved, but they get a bad rap for being extraordinarily judgmental and very quick to make corrections and very, and very, very rigid in their faith. And it's true. I mean, traditional Catholics, traditional, you know, Orthodox Catholics, but the more traditional, like the, the closer you get to the quote unquote rad trad, the more extreme it seems. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But there's no small part, when you actually sit down and talk with the rad tread, there's no small part of them that is absolutely that way because they are desperately concerned about the salvation of souls. Desperately concerned that if we permit these things to carry forward the way they are, that people are going to be damned because they think it's okay. 
because they know the truth, but oh, the church's teaching changed. They know the church's teaching can't change, and yet the church's teaching is changing. At least in their mind. They know that they, like, they know on some level that sodomy cries out to heaven for justice. They know on some level that murder, particularly of innocent unborn children, cries out to heaven for justice. They know on some level that all of these things that they're willing to push for acceptance and tolerance and, and community, they know that these things are horrifying in the eyes of God. Terrible. Disgusting. Worthy of the utmost contempt and repugnant to the maximum. But so long as Pope Francis says, well, who am I to judge? So long as Cardinal Supic says, well, we must be accommodating. So long as the German prelates say we need to accompany and they don't point out the fact that repentance is necessary everybody's willing to go along because it means well what they do is certainly not so bad thoroughly totally completely unaware that that lukewarm acceptance of the most vile of transgressions against nature. The most wicked, the most wicked sins against the dignity of humankind. Humankind created in the image and likeness of God. The lukewarm acceptance of these things is the very extraordinarily wide road to perdition. It's the road It's the road that to one degree or another will actually damn every living man, woman and child. Now many some many is not a right word. I mean, it's a bunch when you when you look into the term like eight and a half billion people, eight billion people alive on earth today. Okay, it's a lot when you take even a tenth of a percent. I mean, if you do, even if you move at the, at the ratio of five for every 50,000, you're, I mean, there's a lot, there's like 100,000, 200,000 people that will be saved, at least enough to get to purgatory, which is, you know, a, a significant number. It's not a small number. But it's a tiny number when you consider that 10,000 times that number will be damned. And the bishops, desperately to, desperate to make sure that they don't go to hell on their own, fail to, com fail to comprehend that even though they will have managed to have scooped, what, seven and a half billion out of eight billion people and condemn them to, dam to utter damnation, they fail to comprehend that they'll still be alone. 
Because all of the people who were hapless in their acceptance of these, of, of these horrific transgressions against God, they're not going to get the punishment of the bishops, the ones whose job it was to, to do the most for the salvation of souls. They're not gonna, the bishops who end up, who land themselves in hell, they'll still be alone. Only surrounded by the rest of their pederastic, sodomitical ilk. They certainly won't have the crowds of billions around them. They'll be on some upper level, very, very far away from them. It's a shame. It's a shame that Bishop Ray seems like he's a pretty okay bishop. But he's not okay enough to actually have a spine and to do the right thing. I don't know anything. I, like, honestly, I don't know. And if I were to just take what was cited in this story... It would seem that Bishop Ray is not a bad guy. But it also appears that he lacks the fortitude required to be holy. And that lack of fortitude is going to be the thing that condemns him to hell. I pray that that's not the case. I get no joy of knowing that dozens and dozens of bishops, if not hundreds of bishops, are going to be damned to the lowest circles of hell because they're willing to go along with this nonsense. They're willing to go along with the idea that you could strip away from God that which is due to God because that's exactly what the transition from the traditional Latin Mass to the Novus Ordo is. It is stripping away from God that which we have always known for a thousand years is every bit owed to God. And they've no idea. They've no idea. I have no doubts about the personal goodness of Pope Carol Wotilia, Pope John Paul II. I have no doubts about the personal holiness of the previous pontiffs who have since been canonized all the way back to John the 23rd. I just question. I question whether their lack of foresight, their excessive naivete, their unwillingness to confront the very, very uncomfortable and, by the way, immovable truths regarding all of the wickedness in the aftermath, 
not during the Second Vatican Council per se, but most definitely in the aftermath of the Second Vatican Council. I question whether or not it is actually enough to say that while John Paul II was a celebrity pope and he brought many, many people to the Catholic faith, he brought many, many people to the Catholic faith at a time when the bishops and many priests, not all, not even a majority, just a large enough plurality, large enough plurality, might only be 2%. In fact, I know statistically it's only 2%. But that 2% is a large enough plurality. And then to have the bishops who were covering all of that garbage up, he was a celebrity pope that brought thousands of people into the faith to be victimized by the very people who were supposed to be the models of virtue and charity, humility, justice, and chastity. And I have a hard time believing that there's not some fault, some culpability that's going to be attributed to them for their inability to act. And I say inability because, again, I'm trying to take the most charitable interpretation. Because if I were not, I would probably say something closer to cowardice. I'm unsure if it would, I'm, I'm unsure if I would necessarily, like, I'm unsure if it's actually categorized as cowardice, but it does seem to have that slight aura, that slight odor of cowardice. Because they kicked the can down the road with Bunini. And then they kicked the can down the road with McCarrick. And they did everything they could to not do anything about Father Marcel, uh, Marcel Maciel. And dozens of others. They were unwilling to do the things that needed to be ha that needed to be done. Bonini should have been excommunicated the moment that they had anything resembling proof. And I say anything resembling proof because I'm quietly confident that they have all the proof that they need. He should have been excommunicated as soon as they discovered he was a Freemason. McCarrick should have been excommunicated. He wasn't going to be. He was spreading around entirely too much money. But he should have been excommunicated the, at the first whiff of sodomitical behavior in a seminary. And many like him. Because the fact is, is that many seminaries across the country and around the world are dying because they're not forming priests, they're forming sodomites and degenerates and leches. And all of those bishops and all of those monsignors and all of those deans, everybody who was responsible for that and just let it go. For many of them, I don't think it's actually possible for them to confess appropriately. 
Because how would you even begin to do penance for stuff like that? Year after year after year. I hope I'm wrong. In all honesty, I pray that I'm wrong. I pray that these that these people who have done these things, the ones who have passed on before before we you know really had any you know Cardinal Bernadin. I think McCarrick is still alive. It's really hard to tell these days. But those who have already gone on to their eternal reward, I pray that they were able to somehow make you know, the, I pray that they were somehow capable of being imbued with that final penitence, that that um, that last grace to be penitent at the end. Because while they may spend millennia in purgatory, the difference between purgatory and hell, no matter how long you spend in purgatory, is infinity. And in truth, I would prefer them to just be purged and restored to full life in the heavenly court in the last days. I would prefer that to the alternative. It's sad. Because what's going on in the church this precise thing. I mean, this actual like the, these this behavior by the bishop mirrors the exact same behavior that we're getting. I mean, it's not nearly to the extent. Glory to God, it's not nearly to the extent, but it mirrors the behavior almost precisely of the people who are supposed to be holding politicians to account in the United States. The politicians are doing the exact same thing. They're talking out of one side of their mouth and doing something completely opposite. They're featuring the political positions that are abominable, detrimental, lethal. They're pushing everything to push their agenda while covering up all of the wickedness, the drug use, the human trafficking, the sex trafficking. The total destruction of our society. And it's a perfect mirror of the same thing that the bishops are doing in the church. And to be blunt, it truly is a horror. An absolute travesty. I'm just happy that I don't have to pray that we're going to survive it. I just pray that it moves quicker and more painlessly and less destructively than what it appears we're going to be stuck with. Both in the church and in the world. Because to be sure, if you think it's bad now, give it a couple months. And I'll be able to say that month after month after month at least for the foreseeable future. If you think it's bad now, wait until you see August. If you think it's bad in August, wait until you see next January. If you think it's bad in January, wait until next July. Because we ain't seen nothing yet in the church and around the world. 
pray for final penitence. Pray for the fortitude to make it through and finish the race. Pray that you gain either the white crown of martyrdom or the red crown of martyrdom. Pray that having done all, having suffered all, that at the final time, at the last day when it's time to receive your eternal reward, pray that all the way through and up to and through that day that having done all, you stand. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.